Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live. Amen, amen, hallelujah, and how are you this evening? You have just tuned in to Purpose Kingdom Network. My name is Elder Charles Lee. And I am Brother Robert Hudson. Amen, amen, and we are the host this evening for you for the Roundtable Ministries, amen? Amen. And we, we, we are so proud and glad uh, over overwhelmed with joy to come with our 255th episode of Purpose Kingdom Network. Amen. 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 And hallelujah. Amen. And and uh, our subject for tonight is mighty men of valor. Amen. Amen. And bless God. Amen. And we just, you know, it's, it's so many so many ways that God was talking to me and Brother Rob about the way to come at this because Mighty Men of Valor, you know, me and my wife, we have a, a couples ministry, and, and when we say men, we mean all men, men that are in relationships, men that stand in the pool pit, you know what I mean, men, men that are, are standing fathers, because, you know, you got a lot of men out there that, um, you know, they, they're standing in for the fathers that are deadbeat dads. Amen? Amen, amen. So it, it takes it takes a special man to really stand in the place. And, you know, and, and they try to explain to a lot of people because I know nobody's trying to take nobody's place, but they try to let them know that, you know, we're, we're standing in the place of somebody that's supposed to be here right now so that, that way we won't leave a gap in that child's life. Amen? And I call them, too, Mighty Men of Valor. You know, and they also had uh, uh, a lot of them in the Bible. Amen? Amen. Amen. They, and they, they, for one of them, they had, they had Gideon. Brother Rob, you remember Gideon, right? Amen. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yeah, he he was a he was a real real good warrior for God, and um, Gideon Gideon was a person that you know to me he he wasn't I don't know how how you put it because because Jesus when he walked this earth he had a lot of a lot of mighty men of valor with him too, and you know we try to tell people all the time that the disciples. As far as I knew, a lot of things they did, you know, they, they had no had no punk in their blood. Amen. They they, they Amen. were like real tough men, but you know, they still had the love of Christ in them. So you know, Gideon Gideon was one of those guys that you know I call him a quiet storm. A lot, a lot of men of valor, you know, you don't really have to be a loud person. You, you don't have to be nobody that's always tough talking about, you know, who you're going to beat up and who you're going to do this to. Sometimes mighty men of valor are the ones that sit in the back and they're quiet. Amen? Amen. Because I've learned a long time ago that, you know, if, if, if you look in a certain situation and you want to know if a person is really true about their craft, you know, and, and, and I heard this on, on, on the TV one time, Brother Rock. The guy was saying um, there was a guy out there ranting and raving, talking about, you know, what he wanted to do to somebody. And, you know, you usually have a lot of loud mouths, you know, because we, we grew up in school, bro. I know you had them, too, the bullies, the ones that was always voicing their opinion, talking about what they're going to do to somebody. Those yes. were the ones, actually, you really didn't have to worry about, you know, because <laughs> they, they were more mouth than anything else. So the ones you really had to worry about, the ones that were the ones that talked soft. And, 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 and for those that's, and for those that's truly young, you know, um, right? And we, say, we say back in our day, I mean, we, we would have people – you know, we talk very good games. They were, you, they would have people who point at you, put that, point their big old pointer at you, pointer right at you, almost in your face. That's right. And they put their knuckles right over both eyeballs. <laughs> and then they put that big old knuckle right in front of their, their mouth. And then they point at the clock, and they hold up three fingers. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And then they point at the door. I'm gonna get you. But you know what? Mo- doing most of the day, and then when it started hitting. That three o'clock hour, right? Want to get all those all those gesturings, 
and all that. And, and, and then when you say, hey, you know what, you know, um, okay, well, I'm going to have to brave this or, I'm, I, you know, I got to go home. Mm-hmm. You walk out that door, you find that person, ain't nowhere to be found. No, no, because what they was doing, you remember what they did, bro, right? They, they put on the show. Those are what, what they called it. They, they they were fronting on you. That's right. That's yeah. right. And, and see, I, we learned as we grew up was, you know, those are the ones that you really shouldn't have been afraid of because there was, was so much mouth. But if you had somebody walked up to you and said, I, I, I see you outside at 3 o'clock, no fussing, no yelling, no fronting, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You no know, trying to put on a show for nobody. The majority of the time, they were out there at 3 o'clock. There you go. You know, and, and I... You know, I ran into a few of them in my day, you know, and I, I was one that I, I didn't run from a fight, but I didn't run to a fight. That's right. I mean, yeah. it was sometimes I knew right. you know, what was, was going to be out there at 3 o'clock, and I'd be like, hey, you know what, let me see if I can get a detention or something where right. I can delay this thing. I said, let me <laughs> see if I can get two or three detentions for this one day. And I, I'll say, hey, you know what, uh, I, I'm sorry, teacher. I probably deserve some extra time. Uh, you got yeah. a writing assignment for me? Let me say, can, can I get some? Can I get some uh, disciplinary work, uh, detention? <laughs> uh huh. There you go. But, but you know what? Most of the times, I, I I found out though that, like I said, it was always the people that I call them the igniters. You know, those are the people that when you got in an argument with somebody, they were the ones in the back saying nothing what the person was saying, but putting words in their mouth. Uh huh. And they, we call them the instigators. That's you know, right. They, uh, That's right. Did you hear what he said to you? And you know, such and such, this and that. And, but see, you know what? You learn about that with age and time because growing up, I was like the last boy in the house, right? All my brothers was gone, and being that I'm, I'm the baby, everybody left me. So, you know, I, I was pretty protected up until until then. <laughs> right. And then I had to go on my own. You know, I couldn't go on, you know, my brother. You know, you know my big brother. You know, most of my brothers, they were scared of because, that was back in, you know, me and Brother Rob days when they had the game wars and, and everybody, right. you know, doing, doing this and doing that, you know, fighting. But when you had older brothers over you, you was like semi-protected. That's so right. That's left, right. It was all me. But the crazy thing was is we're going we're gonna to jump back here on Gideon because we, we, we just we, we got off track just a minute. But I want to explain to you all, you know, about the Bible and the people on the outside about Mighty Men of Valor, we'll get into that a little more later. But um, Gideon was considered a Mighty Man of Valor. And uh, as a matter of fact, Gideon was in a, in, in a um, like a barn one day, and he was beating some wheat, and he was trying to hide because, you know, Gideon, the, uh, the, the Mennonites, was uh, trying, to, trying to find him so they could take everything that he had. You remember how they did that, Brother Rob? Hey, man, yes, I do. And um, it says... Now the angel of the Lord came and sat under the tent of at Ophrah, which belonged to Jasa and Arabite, while his son Gideon was beating out wheat in the wine press. So he was in the wine press hiding from the Mennonites because, you know, they was taking everybody's food and, and, you know, taking everybody's money, so he was hiding. But then he, it was the angel, angel of the Lord came to Gideon, and appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, O mighty man of valor. As Judges 6 and 11 and 12. And see, mm, he's trying to figure out, you know, he's trying to figure out, you know, I'm, I'm in here hiding, beating this wheat. You know, you, you sure you're talking to me? You, you know that was, Brother Ralph. Somebody said, Oh, you did a good job. And, you know, you're looking like, you know. Amen, just, amen. You know, amen, I mean, amen. I'm, I'm looking right at it. It's, it's Judges uh, 613. Yeah, and, and so, you know, when we read it, um... Yeah, yeah, go, no, go ahead, go ahead, bro. Go ahead, bro, you read it. All right, so I'm going to read Judges 6.13. It says, pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied, but if the right. Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? Uh-huh. For all his wonders that our ancestors told us about when they said, did not the Lord bring us out of Egypt, but not uh-huh. the Lord has abandoned us and given us onto the hand of Midian. Right. And that's uh, Judges 6.13. Now, unless you want me to read on. Um, no, the- no. Well, let, let, let me say this real quick, and then you, you can read, read a few more verses. But it says, so here was Gideon thrashing out his livelihood 
in a wine press to avoid being noticed by the Mennonites. So see, this this is what made Gideon think, you know, when the angel came to me and unexpectedly, you know, he came to him, but he said, you know, which this is all fine and good, and I suppose we can't really blame Gideon for being prudent because, you know, he's wondering, I'm down here trying to do something for my people, you know, my family and everything, but 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 I'm hiding, you know, and so he was he, he was more shocked than anything else when when the angel of the Lord said what he said and the way he came to him, the Lord is with you, O mighty man of valor. That's why you know a lot of times when we be going through stuff in our lives as men, and see see the Lord is looking for a lot of mighty men of valor right now, okay? Because we got a lot of young men going to the wayside. We got a lot of marriages that 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 are, that are breaking up. A lot of relationships because we think that when we get to a point to where things are so rough, we can't fall back and, and, and retreat and regroup. Amen? A Amen. Lot of people, instead of us just looking at the situation and then just going off, flying off at the handle to where we escalate it and leave, sometimes, just like Gideon did, sometimes we got to retreat and still do, do the work of the Lord. Amen? Do the work Amen. of the Lord and see God will show you which way to go. Because the majority of the times, whenever we mess up in situations like that, that's because we go out on our own. We don't sit down and we ask God, well, God, you know what? I'm looking at this wall I'm about ready to run into right now. Which way do you want me to go? Amen? And it's not saying Amen. that you're not being productive. It's just saying that you fall back to so you can let that spiritual ear get more sensitive so you can hear from Christ. Amen? Amen. And, 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 you know, I know, Brother Rob, we, we, we go through that all the time, especially with, you know, situations in the households, with the kids, you know, and things, mm-hmm. things are coming at you so much, you, you just seem like sometimes, and see, our I, I, I women, like I tell my wife sometimes, I said, you, you, you have to watch what you say at your mouth to a man because sometimes it depends on where he's at because, see, God will meet you wherever you're at. That's and right. I don't care if you're low, I don't care if you're high, I don't care if you're in, I don't care if you're out. It doesn't make a difference where you're at. God will meet you there. But, see, people in our lives sometimes, that's why I, I look beyond sometimes what people say to me because I know it's not really coming from them in the heat of the moment. Sometimes that's people right. in our lives will come at you and they'll say something that will pierce your spirit real hard. That's and right. Then, and all, and all, the, all the devil needs is just a small little wormhole. That's right. Just come something, on. Something, just one little wiggle room. Mm-hmm. The tiniest of tiniest. The, the smallest slither is thin as a sheet of paper. And, and once see, he gets in, back. He sits he's going to work his bro. way as much as he right. can. Amen, amen. And, and see, that's why I tell a lot of men, uh, you know, the, the mighty men of valor is somebody that is on watch at all times. Amen. See, sometimes we'll sit up there, and that's, you know, I tell my wife, because I preached on this a while back, almost about two, three years ago, about men standing in the gap. Amen. And when I mean standing in the gap, I'm talking about standing in the gap for your families. See, just like mm-hmm. the certain thing, like, you know, and we can, we can take it all the way back to the to the garden, you know, because if, if Adam was supposed to be where he's supposed to be at, that situation would have never happened. Amen? Amen. And see, as men, if, if we're in a gap where we're supposed to be at standing, praying, and fasting for our families, we won't have all the situations that we have because, see, we're asking the only person that knows the answer to our problems. We ain't got no say again, job. Say Amen. Again, say that one more time, Elder, because some some people, like a lot of men, when you said standing, fasting, and praying. Amen. A lot of people, they they, they picture a woman doing that. Oh, no, no, no. It, 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 okay, doesn't, okay. it, it takes nothing away from a man to do that. It takes nothing away from your manhood. Nothing. Amen. And see, if you want to get real powerful, in this thing, is when you get down and you do it with your wife. Amen? Amen. Uh, because, see, that thing can be, you know, and the word tells you we're two or more. Okay, it, it didn't say where you thought you was having another one or another one may come along, you know, are you thinking about bringing somebody? It said we're two or more. Amen? Mm-hmm. So, see, if, Amen. If, we can, if we can pull together with our spouses and, and you know, with our kids, because, you know, it, it was just an example, you know, I want to throw it out there because, I was just telling Brother Rob that we I took the family to Golden Corral tonight, and mm-hmm. all, it, it was it was twelve of us, right? And you 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 don't really know how good that makes you feel as a grandfather to see all your son-in-laws, your grandkids, your daughters, you know. And then my wife, I, I thought she was gonna look at me, 
being that we're the ministers, I thought she going to look at me and say, well, <laughs> say the prayer, you know, before we eat. She looked at my son-in-law, and she said, uh, you want to say the prayer? Amen. He stood, he stood up, Brother Rob, and he started saying the prayer, you know, and the people in the room, because you know we had to have one of the rooms by ourselves with 12 people. You know, That's we, right. We had a couple a couple strangers in there and other tables, but they were listening, bro. They were listening, amen. and they sat there, and they heard him say the prayer, and when he said amen, the whole room said amen. Amen. Oh, wow. Amen. The whole room, I mean, and they were clapping in the corner because, you know what, people today are getting afraid to show the love of Christ. They're afraid to sit up and, and, and sing gospel songs out in the open. You know, I, I remember the thing that, that, that came on, um, what was it, Facebook, about was it, wasn't it Hezekiah Walker? That, that, that That's came right. Down and, and, and he was saying, um, what was he saying, saying the, um, the song he was singing in Square. I don't know if it was in New York. You know, you know every, every he was singing that, every word of worship. And, and it seemed like the whole place there just joined in and started singing. And, uh, yeah, uh, let, let me regroup that. That was 14 people instead of 12. <laughs> so oh, amen, took amen. up two more expertise, bro. <laughs> but, um, you know, just, just to sit there and, 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 and just see the people in that room, how they just love to hear that prayer. You know, and, and you never know what people are, are missing. And see, one thing that is, is, is for sure about me and my wife, bro, and I know it's about you and your wife and, and Pastor Toy, we're not afraid to show the love of Christ that's in us. And Amen. show the love that we have for Christ. Amen? Because I'm going to tell you, it, it took a while to get there, bro. You know, people say, well, can you pray for me right now on the streets? When I was a young minister, I'd be like, pray for you on the streets? You just, hold on. I, you know, who, who are you? And, and I'm like, you know, God said, no, that, that's, that's not what I put in you. Amen? And, Amen. And I had a friend today that, um, we were talking about his family and, and, and how he was saying that, you know, his in-laws used to get get upset and tell him, you know, if you don't go to church, you, you, you're not going to heaven. And if, and if you don't do this, you're not doing this. And and, and if this happens, that's going to happen. This going to go. And so I told him, I said, I said, look, I said, look, I said, wait a minute. I said, why why are they telling you that? And he was like, they told me if I don't go to church, I'm going to hell. So I said, I said, well, I said, first off, I said, I know one thing that me and my wife believe in. We don't have a religion. We have a relationship. Amen. Amen. See, you can always lose your religion, but it's hard to lose that relationship. See, that's mm -hmm. what pulls us closer to Christ. See, when you get a relationship with Christ, that's a personal thing. Amen. But, Amen. But that, 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 that religion is, is what's dividing the people of Christ now. You know, and, and, and so he was telling me certain things, and I, I was elaborating to him. I said, well, look, I said, well, tell him. If they say that if you go to the bars and if you do this and do that, you're not going to heaven, I said, well, did, did you tell them that Jesus went, went amongst the infidels and, 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 and the prostitutes and he talked to them because the people in your church don't need to hear you, okay? They, they already got enough Christ in them, at least they think they do, but they know about them. Christ. So it's, it's no need to really beat them because all y'all doing is just having uh, intelligent fest. You know, you mm. say this, they say that. You say a verse, they say a verse. They say, you know, they tell you about what they believe. But we are looking for, and we need to talk to the people that are lost. Amen. 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 We don't need to talk to somebody that that, that is going to talk Bible back to us. You know, or, or not. You know, you people talk what they think. But see, when you're in your church, everybody's still is at different levels. You know, everybody's not on the same level at your church. But I was trying to tell him. I said, tell your in-laws. I said, tell them to go to Matthew 20 and 16, where it says, the last shall be first and the first shall be last. Amen? Amen. And, and it says, in other words, everyone finishes in a dead heat. No matter how long each of the workers worked, they each receive a full days of wages. Similarity is the thief on the cross will enjoy the full blessings of heaven alongside those who have labored their whole lives for Christ, such as the grace of God. Amen? Amen. People don't realize it's just like when you're on your job, bro, when you're on your job and you constantly, constantly trying to outdo everybody. You're working here. I mean, you know, and we got the same amount of years on this job. 
and you're constantly trying to outdo these people, at the end of the day, if we make $150 a day, you could have did five times as much work as I did. How much money are you going to make? Amen. $150 a day. So, see, I told them, I said, tell your in-laws that even at the last minute, that, that, that thief made it into heaven with Christ. Mm. So, see, it got so deep that day when I was talking to him because I didn't want, you know, see, that's how we that's how we lose people, bro. We, You know, people get the bra beating them with the Bible. And if you don't, yeah, you remember fire and brimstone when we were growing up. Yeah, if you don't do this, that's you right. You know, that's and, right. That's, that's, that's for real. Yeah. But did you know that? Everybody, everybody don't understand, like, the, 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 the fire and brimstone preaching, I mean, it would put the fear of God in you. That's right. So fierce. And it will carry you over almost to the next time you go back to the next Sunday. Until with so much fire and brimstone, until you look around you, you look everybody you look around and see everybody in sin, you see the, the pimp, the number runner, the, mm-hmm. the drug dealer, the bootlegger. That's and you right. Where's 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 where all this punishment gonna happen now? Now that we've seen, you know, you know, them do all this. That's right. Told about all this, and they still continue on in sin. And here I'm seeing I'm I'm sitting here, I'm being good. And ain't no blessings coming my way. Or you so so to think. You know, because there's some things you forget, like the roof over your head, being able to eat, you know, three square meals a day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, able to, to walk in and out your house, right. able to sit and worship and praise whenever you want. But yet, still, you see all these people walking around in sin with no punishment, and then you thinking, oh well, uh, you know what? Uh, well, what, what's the difference if I partake in, in, in sin with them if they receive no punishment? That's so right. that's what happened to the, the the fire and brimstone, you know, um, the ministries as right. far as as that. But what we've learned is, is through the fire and brimstone that you know what, yeah, you do need the fear of God in your life because Amen. everybody knows that you know eventually, you know, for for your ways and for your and, you know the wages you know of your of your sins, you know, uh, you cast in a lake of fire. That's right. Uh, but but guess what? There, there's also repentance. Mm-hmm. Not everybody is just cast out to, you know, to continue on in the wages of sin. But there is a chance of repentance and, and you know, and to, uh, you know, reclaim your soul and your salvation. And, um, uh, elderly, just before we, uh, you know, go forward, I just want to let you know that we do have a caller that is um, waiting to speak to us. So, you know, if you want to finish that thought or bring the caller on, just let me know. No, no, you can bring the caller on, bro. We can bring him on. Amen, amen, and we're going to bring the caller in, and welcome to uh, Roundtable Ministries with uh, with uh, Elder Charles Lee, and I am uh, Brother Robert Pop-Up Hudson. Amen. How you doing, caller? Hey, how's my brothers doing? My brother, my brother. Amen, amen, my sister, my sister. How are you doing today? Amen. <laughs> I am good. I am so good. I'm listening to you. It's nothing... Uh, a woman that knows God doesn't—it's it's nothing better to her ears but to hear men who Amen. love God talking about God and mm-hmm. and how they're serving God and how we have to, you know, all get together and how they have to just lead as a family. That's you right. Know? And so I'm just—I'm just enjoying listening to you brothers talk about the Lord. I'm enjoying listening to the show. I don't have a whole lot to say because this is the men of valor time. So I'm going to kick back and listen. I just want to let you guys know that I'm listening to you. I support you. I love what you're doing. Thank you. Amen. 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 Thank All you right. so much, my sister, my sister. And uh, right. we're talking to uh, Sister Darlene Lawrence. And, Darlene uh, she's the host of. Uh, she's, uh, the, yes. Uh, she's the host of Righteous Consciousness. Amen. And it would be great to hear our show, Good show. Uh, Monday night at, at 9 p.m. And uh, just stay tuned. We're going to um, give you further announcements of, um, you know, the next time and, and when and where uh, we can hear our sister, our sister. And um, elderly, at this point, we, we do have another um, caller on the line. And, amen. Uh, amen. Okay, we're going to go ahead and bring that caller on. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord, caller. Hello? Hey, uh, this is uh, Edward. I'm calling in. Oh, how you doing? That's my son-in-law. Hey, bless God, bless God. I want to say my father, Charles, he's a man of honor. Amen. A father, a good leader, and an outspoken person. Amen. And I want to thank him for taking the family out tonight. 
and making sure everybody dirty meal. And I love you. Amen. Amen. Love you too, bro. I love you. Amen. 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 And um, you know, we we bless God for that. You know, um, sometimes a lot of people talk talk a good game. Uh, right. One thing about Elder Lee is that uh, what I know is that, you know what he says is, is what he means, and what he means is what he says, and um, that that's confirmation right there uh, about you know um, Elder Charles Lee. You know when when you when you raise in a family, and then mm-hmm. you go ahead and send and send that you know that outside your family. And sometimes you don't even have to go out of, the, out of your way. Sometimes you just got to be just the man right there standing there. And everybody, people, I mean, I know you've you heard this probably in school where, you know, you go to school and somebody say, I wish that was my dad or, or I wish I wish your dad was my dad or I wish my dad was like your dad. Um, Right there, that's confirmation that, you know, right there, you know, something's going right for you in your life. Even though you might not like, you know, when, when the, the law is laid down, you know, nobody likes that. You know, where you got to listen to you ha- or you have to do this, you know, because you're either, you know, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 years old. You know, what that means is if you're not listening to those rules, you know, right. you know, you're going to get, a, you know, a punishment administered to you or, you know, either you run away from out the household. And nine times out of ten, everybody realize their situation, their station, you know, in life. And they say, hey, listen, you know what? Uh, why am I running run away from this? You know, and they, they'll, they'll come to the conclusion of, Either I'll go ahead and listen, or, or let me see if I can continue on and um, see how I can be less obedient, but still try to get my way. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you have to realize. I mean, every every everybody didn't grow up and they they got to be you know uh, all of a sudden they woke up and they're they're twenty five or thirty years old and they, um you know they have right. all this wealth of experience. You know, um, when we start you know our our journey through life, you know, we all you have to understand, you know. A lot of people they go through a lot of stress, uh, a lot of things, and you know a lot of you know a lot of bad things and good things. Right. But what you got to realize is you just want to go ahead and you just want to continue on, you know, uh-huh. with your life and you keep building on the positive. You know, a lot of people don't want to look at the negative and say, hey, you know, what, what, one thing about you know blessings is, uh, it, it, you know, you just think of yourself as as a um, a philanthropist. Right. Somebody just want to constantly give money. Now, if you constantly give money to somebody or you give them something and, you know, not even a month later or two months later, oh, well, uh, wow, I'm glad I got a house, but you know what? This house is starting to leak. You know what? I wish I had a better house. And then, you know, you that you get that person a car. Oh, wow, I got this car. Oh, man, I didn't have to replace this tire. Oh, man, I had to get a tune-up. Man, I'm tired of this old car. But what if you, you know, you, you get that, that, that same thing to somebody else, you know, that house. Right. And, you know, the guy say, hey, you know what, with this house, you know what, this house is leaking a little bit, but you know what, bless God, I'm able to shelter my, my family. That's right. You know, I'm, I'm glad I got an address that I ain't got to keep moving back and forth. All yeah, I got to do is, hey. you know what, let me see if I can put forth the effort, you know, and, you know, and praise the Lord, maybe I can earn some more money and I can pass this house up and maybe after that, I can make this look this house look like something, and I can sell it, and we can probably put it as a down payment for a better house. Amen. Same thing with the vehicle. Oh, I hate this old car. Oh, heat work whenever it feel like it. Oh, man, I hate this car. Then you get to the point where you hate that car so much, you're not even checking to see if you got the proper antifreeze, the proper oil. You know, somebody else is just blessed. They look at it the way and say, hey, listen, oh, Lord, please uh, let this car hold up. I gotta get back and forth to work. I gotta transport my family. Oh Lord, this 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 just this, this keep this car. You know, I, I'm on a wing of a prayer, point A to point B. That's all I need, Lord. Amen. And when you look at it, when when it's time for you to, to, to bestow some more blessings or or for you to give out some more money, who are you gonna give it to? Mm-hmm. Just think just think about that. Who are you gonna give it to? You'll give it to that person that's always complaining no matter what you give them. They find a problem with everything. Or you're going to give it to somebody that's, you know what, they always going to look on, on the brighter side. They're always going to say, hey, listen, I'm going to have faith in what I was given. Uh, you know what, I'm going to make the most of it. That's right. And when, when, when I get another chance, you know what, and if I get something better, I'm still going to cherish it just like I cherished what I had before. Amen. That, that shows how you get used to things. But let, let, let me 
And let me jump back on this this thought real quick again with Gideon and let you know how how this thing how this thing turned out. See, in, in any case, it was it was kind of intriguing about this encounter that Gideon had had with this angel, right? So what what it was was when this encounter came, there was nothing that that Gideon was doing and his actions that showed courage. Amen. But see, Amen. yet God saw differently. When God looked at Gideon, he didn't see a person hiding out. No, what God saw was Gideon, he would ultimately, see, God looked at Gideon and seen what he was going to become, not what he was when he seen him. Amen. Amen. And see, in other words, God put it in another way. God saw Gideon with the eyes of faith. So we got to remember that this is a great reminder who get it, you know, who we are in God's eyes. When we see others and minors, we, we, we probably are less impressed with people peering, looking back at us. But when God looks at us, he sees us for what we're going to become. See, because God, God knows the future, the past, and the present. Amen? Amen. See, what we got to do as mighty men of valor, we have to know you don't judge a book by its cover. And, you know, that, that's, that's an old saying that's been saying for a long time. But when God looks upon us, he sees through his eyes of faith that we have a journey to go on. And I think we talked about this before, Brother Rob. I was saying it was a, what I call it, a, a spiritual appointment. Amen. And, see, this spiritual appointment is something that God sees and he knows. Because, see, if we knew the future, we would change a lot of things, bro. We would change a whole That's lot right. of things. If, if we knew we was going to be in this car accident, if we knew that we were going to have a famine where we weren't going to be working for two or three years, if we knew that, you know, next year around May we weren't going to be able to pay certain bills, we would change so many things so we wouldn't have to go through that. But, see, God is to a point to where we don't need to know that stuff because what he's taking us through is making us stronger because he's starting to take us up to another level. Amen. Amen. See, we can't stay in the same spiritual level and expect God to bless us because, see, he moves us up to different levels to do different things in our lives for him and for his glory. But just like I thought, I think we talked about this before, bro, about sometimes you, you see some deacons, people have been deacons for almost like, oh, you know, 30, 40 years, but that pastor kept coming to them and letting them know that, you know, God has told me that, he wants you in the ministry. Amen. I can see a ministry on you, but, you know, uh, I'm saying what thus say the Lord. You know, he says that you are, you should be ready to step up in ministry, but then, see, a lot of us hold back and say, oh, no, that's not me. That's not me. I don't, you know, first off, we've gotten to the point to where in this spiritual, you know, applications we do and, and spiritual appointments, we get to the point to where we get comfortable. And once we get comfortable, Amen. we don't want to move out of that comfort zone, okay? So, see, when we're told by the shepherd of the flock that God is saying that I want you and I see you and I can visualize you coming into the ministry because God said it's a word in you that needs to come out. But the only thing we're saying is, I don't, you know, God didn't talk to me. I don't see that right now. And, see... We get there and we get comfortable to where, believe me, God wants to use us because we are his chosen people. Amen? But believe Amen. me, if he can't get something through you, God will go around you. See, and I don't want that to happen in my life. Because, see, that's why I tell brothers now, you have to stop running. Stop running from the word. Amen? Because you're wondering why your families are still staying in the same situation you were in three, four years ago. Okay? Because you're not doing what thus say the Lord. If God said he wants you to get out on the corner and pass out tracks every Friday, get out on the corner and pass out tracks every Friday. Amen? Because Amen. everything he tells you to do is a blessing in the end. And, and, and sometimes, depending on what it is, it's a blessing as you go through. But, see, we're so to a point to where we feel that, nah, he didn't tell me. So, you know, I don't, I, I don't really, you know, understand why you want me to, and, and I'm not ready right now. Okay, when are you going to be ready? Time waits for no man. Time waits Amen. for no man. You know, and, and bro, you know, like like I know a lot of times people sit up and 
they they used to throw titles on me, and I was like, whoa. You know, Amen. I tried to talk, try to talk to myself because I don't like to say a lot of stuff out. You know, so when they said that, I was like, oh, they, they said, oh, we just keep on calling you pastor. I said, no, no. <laughs> Slow down. No, I don't, you know. And, and I, I'm guilty. That's why I say, you know, like I tell people, we don't have a, a perfect relationship with, with, with Christ. Me and my wife don't. I don't separately because, you know, you know, when we get to those last days, you know, believe me, I love my wife with every being in me. Okay? Amen. But when those last days come, bruh, we got to stand up for ourselves. Amen. God is going to hold us accountable. That's why, you know, you you hear people say, for for God I live and for God I die. They love their spouses, but, see, they got to make account of their own self when they stand before him. That's right. You don't want to hear that your wife told you to leave this church when he told you to stay. Okay? That's the same mm-hmm. thing Same thing with Moses. Remember when he didn't get into the promised land? He just Amen. told you the thing to do. And you, you know, he, he told you to talk to the rock, you hit it. You know, mm-hmm. he, you don't thresh the rock when you tell you to talk. That's why in 2017, me and you were talking, and I said one thing that I wanted to do was sit down and ask more of Christ every day. When I, You know, just before I started my day, I would ask God, you know, I don't ask you to move all my obstacles. I just ask you to please help me get ready for them. In other words, what, how do you want me to handle this day? And I noticed whenever I did that, there was so much favor in that day, Rob. So much Amen. favor came, you know. And, 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 and when I promised God, because I don't believe in no New Year's resolutions, but I believe in making a promise to my Lord and Savior that I want to get closer to you. And see, Amen. as I get closer to you, my family's going to get closer to you. So see, see, that's why a lot of men got to know, when you're saying you're the head of a household and, and, and you're saying you're in Christ, you're not just the head, you're the spiritual head. Amen. So, you know, and my kids, they, I mean, kids, kids you know, a lot of them grown now. You know, the baby's 17, Rob. So a lot of them, Amen. they would come and say, well, Dad, you know, when it was growing up, especially if you're in a hustle bustle, you know how the world grabs you to where you forget to do a lot of things and you start That's putting right. things off because it's so busy. But we got mm-hmm. to where my girls would say, Dad, you forgot to pray for us this morning. Can we have hmm. prayer before you go to work or can, before we go to school? See, a lot of us don't realize that's why they're there. Amen. Because the devil will definitely try to come at us in all different directions to get us confused, to make us think that we're doing the right thing by running to these jobs and being on time and, you know, not taking off because we're worried about how the job is running. How is your Christian life running? Amen. You know what I mean? Are you putting in extra time on that? Are you are you doing overtime on your Christian life? Because I know on my job we got some people, bro, that do so much overtime. They they just I mean they 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 hiring the numbers, making money. But what is your relationship with Christ? Mm. So, mighty man of valor. What is your relationship with Christ? See, everybody talks about being a mighty man of valor, but see, talk is cheap. You got to show mm. me. Okay, show me how you take care of your family. Show me how you put God first so everything that you do is considering everybody else that is, that, that is around you. You know, because you can have, you've seen it, you've seen it, Rob, with all the rich people. You can have all the That's money right. you want, and how many of them killing themselves? That's right, because they got, they got no balance. You know, you got, all, you got all, the, all the money, all the riches, all the resources that you seem to think. But when you go, when you go to bed and you wake up and, you know, you have, you have no foundation Right. You have no spiritual center. Come on. So when you, when, you, when you wake up and you go to sleep between those two times, if you ain't worship and, and thank the Lord for what you have, mm-hmm. that means, you know, all this stuff that you accomplish, all the stuff that you have that you think is so great, you know, and at, at the end of the day, what, what, do you, what are you really treasuring? Amen. Amen. Where's that spiritual center? Where's that that? Amen. Oh, thank God. Oh, bless God. Thank you for giving me this. Thank you for giving for giving me that. Thank you for allowing me to donate this money to here, or thank you for allowing me to donate this money there. That's right. You just out there spending money with no purpose. At the end of the day, is that what you really love to do? Spend mm-hmm. money. But guess what? At the end of you know, at some point, that money is going to disappear, or you know, you'll get even 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 more and more money, which is even worse because. Uh, 
You can't buy the world. You can't buy salvation. You can't buy someone's heart. Now you're at the point where your your mind is so distorted that with all that money, now you're going crazy. Because now you're thinking about getting things that's inanimate that you can you can naturally get. You know, your love and affection and your devotion. Mm-hmm. Now you're at the point where money can't buy your happiness, like this, like you're saying goes. Money can't buy you happiness. Amen. 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 And see, money, money to me is, is like time. Once it's gone, you can't get it back. You know, and, and, and it's just like with the riches. The people out here with their riches, they, 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 they have have like you say, abundance of one thing, and and, and you know, you look over in the other hand, one hand is empty, and the other one's full. You know, like I told my wife, I said I would rather get along and be well off than be be multi rich because you have more problems. Like you said, bro. You, you know, these people that are millionaires and billionaires, how often do you see them just walking the streets? Mm. Uh, or you just see them walking to a mall? They can't because there's so many people that that are targeting them. You know, either either and it doesn't have to be in a bad way. It could be Amen. them where you know. Well, I got this new I got this new invention, and you know I want to see you know I want to see if you can uh, finance me and such as that. Oh well, I got this new pro you know project over here where I want to build all these townhouses. I want to do this and I want to do that, and I want to know if if you wanted to get in on the ground floor, you know. So you so and then you have so many the evil side of it, people trying to do you harm because of your money. And see, Amen. That's to me where the evil of money comes from. It's not having it. It's letting the money run you and not you running the money. You know, because I know mm-hmm. jobs, you know, I said I don't run after money. Money runs after me. Okay? Right. And I, I get the point to where people say, well, how do you do this? And, and you know, they, they get real, real like, uh, interested, Robin. And, 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 you know, I'm working in the same place you're working, but like I tell people, I can't do what you do. I can only do what I do. You know, God has me to a point to where I can do certain things, and, and you know, and, and that's what I do, but. When you look at it, people say, well, you know, you work here well, man, and why do you have this, and why do you have that? And But, see, we look so much for the big blessings that we miss the small ones. Amen. We miss the small ones where every week you can pay your bills. You know, you may have three or $400 extra in the bank. You, you can go out to dinners. You know, you have a nice car that you're driving. You know, but we're looking for, well, I'm looking for that big check to come in. And when it comes in, no, that big check might not be coming in no time soon. God is going to always supply your needs. I tell, I, tell people, I tell people all the time, just your bare needs come from tithes, okay? And then the offering is just a little overflow. But see, mm-hmm. me and God made a, we made a, I made a, a vow with God a long time ago that when I'm in church, every offering for me, and I don't care what I, what I have to avoid that they're doing or paying for it. There's a certain amount of money that I give for offering, and there's a certain amount of money I give for my church because we, we have a church offering because, you know, church has, has bills, you know. Amen. We can't keep the lights on with an amen and hallelujah, you know, so it, it takes finances. So, you know, and one thing that I'm getting tired of, and, you know, you, you got to excuse me for talking about it because it, it's something that something that irks me. For a long time, you have people out here, brother Rob, that that are doing real good. Yes, right. They have good jobs. Yeah, some people making a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars, maybe less. But I mean, they're doing good. But when you go to church, show God that you appreciate what He's doing for you. And it just, it just really gets under my skin to see these people come up here and they give it an offering plate, two and three dollars. Yes, right. But you, you look right. outside and they're driving a Mercedes Benz, amen. Or they're driving a Lexus. They got a three four hundred dollar suit on. But you know what? Who provided all that for you? Amen, amen. See, you have to give back to the man of God. The man of God is up there in the front because see, God is not really expecting them to come out of their pockets to pay the bills for your church, you know, for the repairs of your church. But God is making you to a forefront to where you can afford. And, see, that's what I was getting to with me. Every time I get a raise at my job, the offering money that I put in every Sunday goes up $20. Amen. And and that's just a set rate for me. I say, God, I'll be so glad when I can get up to the front, you know, because it, it ain't nothing like giving to a man, woman, or God that's bringing the word to you. 
I mean, the unadulterated word, they bring it to you raw, and you can get it. See, when that word comes out, it's broke down to people that need milk, people that need meat. I mean, new Christians, old Christians, mediocre Christians. When that word comes out like that, you're supposed to give to that ministry. Amen? So I told God, Amen. I'm glad when I can go up to the offering plate, and I ain't talking about tithes, Brother Rob. I'm talking about going up to the offering plate and giving in three, four, five hundred dollars Amen, amen. So that way, that church don't have to worry about it. If I can get 10, 20, 30 people in that one day to do the same thing, that takes a big load off your pastors, off your old Amen, amen. And see, that's what men do. See, so by me doing this and showing my grandsons and my son-in-laws about the way I'm doing this, see, that's the way they're going to say, well, you know what, my dad, my, my, my father, my father-in-law, my grandpa, he showed me this is how he did it. Okay. Amen. If he did it, then the church was flourishing because it tells you in the Bible, you know, it, it, God likes a cheerful giver. You know, he don't like Amen. nobody to say, "Oh man," you know, this they 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 don't have the full offering now. Now you know, and I know I got forty extra dollars in my pocket. I and I was planning on going to Popeyes. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Hey, look, you gonna forget Popeyes that day because see, Popeyes gonna be there. Amen. That's right. And see, I, I I just I just love that because, you know, like I said, that that, that promise I made to him, and and, and I'm gonna see it all the way through, all amen. the way through. Amen, amen. Elder Lee. Yes. Um, we're at the time where uh, we do the call of salvation, and um, if you don't mind, would you do the call of salvation? And after we do the call of salvation, we do have a call on the line, and we, we do see you, and uh, we'll get to you uh, as soon as we finish taking care of uh, our business. Okay. Amen. Amen. Uh, Heavenly Father, we just come tonight just to thank you for the listeners that we have out there tonight, God, and, and we just we just ask that you you send out a special anointing this evening, Heavenly Father, to the ones that are listening, even even the mighty men of valor right now that don't really know their mighty men of valor. God, we just ask you to give them the anointing to press on. Through, through through good times, through bad times. Father, let them know that you never left them. Let them know that in, 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 in your son's name, all they have to do is call because you say in your word, Father, that my, my, my people suffer from a lack of knowledge. And you say you ask not because you have not. Amen. And see, what we need is to be more boldly because, Heavenly Father, if we can go on your word and know that we are going doing your word on a daily basis, we can step to the throne boldly and ask you what we need. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you this evening, Heavenly Father, for, for another mighty man of valor, Heavenly Father, Brother Robert, that he, you know, he, he does so many, he has so many hats, God, and we just want to thank you for him because he, he runs our radio show, you know, he has a couple shows himself, he has a rather large family himself, Heavenly Father, but we just ask a special anointing today on his family. And, and God, we ask these and all of the blessings in your son's name, Jesus Christ. But as you're listening to Purpose Kingdom today, and we hope that something that has been said is, is really touching your heart to a point where you just want to turn your life over to Christ. Amen? And, and we just praying that, you know, you could talk and tell somebody because, see, it, it doesn't take a whole lot for you to accept God in your life. And just like we were talking about the uh, thief on the cross, at the last second, he just accepted Christ in his life by saying, you know, God, I accept you as my Lord and Savior, you know, and God, I will put no other before you. Amen. And and see, when you say these words and you mean it in your heart and you want a personal relationship with God, that lets you know that you know that Jesus is the Son of Christ, Amen. You believe in the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And see, when you accept God in your life like that and Christ as your personal Savior, all you have to do is just go tell somebody that, you know, I just I just accepted Christ in my life. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I'm taking this thing personal, and I just want to let somebody know. But but if you if you really even don't have nobody to tell that, you can you can call, you know, Purpose Kingdom Network. Right? And, and, and the number... Is seven two four 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 seven four four four, and we have we have different codes, amen. If you look on Facebook, you can look on Twitter, 
and we have different codes that you can call in and just let somebody know, let your neighbor know, you know, because, see, when, when you open up, and a lot of times we've done so much in our life and went through so many different things, when our neighbors and our friends see that we're accepting Christ in our lives, that changes a lot of them because they've been mm-hmm. hanging out with you so long to where they to a point to where, you know, what you're going to do, I'm going to do. So even, even I, and I talk to the people that are in Christ right now, we have to show more love, amen, because if we out here fighting every day and we out here doing what we need to do, that is not going to want to make people come to church, amen? Amen. So, so, so you know, this, when, when you do that, because we, we, we're a church, we call ourselves a church without walls, amen? And a lot amen. of people, it's not that they can't drive to church or, you know, they don't want to go. Some people don't have the ability to get to church. Some people are bedridden. So, see, that's why we're telling you, even you that can get around and can talk and get to these people, tell them about Purpose Kingdom Network. Amen? And let them know we're on seven days a week with some kind of show to where they can listen and get that word that they need because they don't have the ability to get to a church with four walls. Okay? So we just want to, you know, invite everybody that is listening now to just next week, Call somebody and, and tell them about Purpose Kingdom Network. Call and tell them, tell them tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday. Like I said, we're on seven days a week. Amen? Amen. Amen. And uh, you said we had a caller? Uh, yes, we do. We're going to go ahead and bring that caller on right now. Amen. Caller. Hello, Robert Hudson, my sweetie talk. Hello. Hi, uh, how you doing? I'm, I'm great. Just enjoying y'all show, Men of Honor. Y'all just keep us in good way. I've been listening. And so far what I've seen, Robert Hudson, you're a man yeah. of honor also. Because yeah, you have people so looking up to you also. And all right. of you have your youth looking up to you. Like your daughter was on the air the other night. I enjoyed her. You're sure raising her up. Amen. And you know what? That's what it's all about. That is what it's all about. And I appreciate both of you. Honey, I'll see you when I get home. God bless. All right. I'll be here. <laughs> <laughs> all hey, right. On another feather. But, um, yeah, bro, I mean, you know, and, and I just want to let you know how, how good, how much I appreciate you because, you know, you, like I said, you wear a lot of hats. And, um, you know, it's, it's to a point now to where, you know, you, you got to let the people smell their flowers while they're still here. Amen. amen, amen. I appreciate that, Elder. And I'm to I'm to a point to where you know I've been told so so long, but now it's starting to sink in. Where people tell you, even when you're in certain situations, jobs, churches, whatever, they say don't stay where you tolerate it, stay where you celebrate it. Amen. amen. So so I mean, we just want to let you know we're celebrating you, you and Pastor Toy, because I mean you you two are the backbone of, of this ministry. And we just, you know, even with Pastor Toy, we just want to let her know how we appreciate her, you know. And we, I know she hear it over and over again, but see, sometimes things have to be repeated enough so it can sink in. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. I understand. We really appreciate, you know, her considering us to even come, you know, and, and grace the, you know, the, the radio audience and presence, you know, with, with our ministry. Amen. But, uh, I, I had these these last three steps I got, bro. I, it was something that God had gave me, and I don't know if I mentioned to you about the three steps for a man to get back in their place. It's called a three dollars. Yes. yes. Yeah, I mean, did I mention that already? Oh, no, you didn't mention it on the air tonight, no. Okay, yeah, it's, 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 the first R is responsibility. The second Amen. R is respect. Amen. The third, third R is keeping it real. And Amen. Then, out of either one of these R's, if you're in a relationship, even even with Christ, if you're in a relationship, any one of these can make you lose your perspective. So if you're in a relationship and you're not responsible for your actions or whatever you did, how can somebody look at you and say, you know, this is the person that I want to I want to I want to marry, you know, manner myself after, as far as you know, I, you know, because they say what, what they say, imitation is, is the best. Um, you know what word I'm looking for, bro. It was an imitation. <laughs> uh, yeah, you you close. Yeah, um, yeah, you know you know what I'm trying to say. I think I'm a little right. tongue tied from the uh, Golden Corral food, but um. Oh the, wow. The second one, respect. Well, you know, 
But what you no. may say? No, no, no. I was, I was about to say um, I, I wasn't with you as a Golden Corral, but um, I will let you speak, and I'll, I'll continue eating for you if you want it. You know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but um, the second one was respect, and you know that that's something that is, that is real important in any kind of relationship. You know, you, Amen. you have to respect respect the person that you with, and see, being a mighty man of valor, people, you know, that, that should come not beginning, you know, real easy at first, but when you start learning to respect the person that you're with, that you hold them at a higher esteem. And see, when they hold mm-hmm. you at a higher esteem, too, that respect is mutual. And the last R, keeping it real, see, we, we you know, as men out here, we, I don't know, you know, it depends on where you're at in your life, because like I say, Christ will meet you wherever you're at. It doesn't make a difference. Amen. Amen. And if we keeping it real with our spouses, with our kids, whatever. One thing I, I was I was taught about a lie is if you tell one, you got to tell two. Uh huh. You tell the truth. The truth to me is easier to remember than a lie. And see, I, the reason I'm saying that is like I told you, nothing nothing's out here perfect. Our lives aren't. And, and I know Brother Rob too. We all had our little times where we you know we used to try to tell our little fibs to get by, yes. to do something, and then mm-hmm. came up again. We had to make up another one. <laughs> mhm. To compliment the last one, but right. uh, you know, I, I feel that if a man can can do those, he can get back in a place that he used to be in. Because I remember growing up as a little boy, it was like so many churches I went to that was full of women. You know, you remember that, bro? How you go in there and, and it'd be a man in the corner? You know, be so many men, they, and then the most of them that was there was deacons. They're sitting That's up in right. the front. The whole church was full of full of women because. As men, we we are still trying to look and find our places, and you got to realize that when you find that place, it's not going to be as easy as you think it's going to be for a woman to step down because they've been there for so long. Amen. Amen. And and, and I, you know I bless God that the women were able to step up. You know what I mean? When we didn't want to step up, when I mean we were kids then, Rob, so we couldn't step up. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But, I, I thank God that they had the audacity and, and, and the strength to just step up and say, you know what, this got to be done. Because, I mean, our women out here, they do that now. That's, that's just like, you know, you, you don't really mess with a working woman and tell them what they can and can't do. That's right. That's you know? right. So, I, like I said, I thank God for them today. I thank God for your wife, my wife, you know, being the women that Amen. they are to, to, to put up with us. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Amen, because I, I know we all can get to be a handful at times. That's right, that's right. But uh, the the main thing that we wanted to put out tonight was, you know, um, you may you may not think that people are looking at you and people are expecting certain things out of you, especially being a man in position of the head of a household or, you know, you know the supervisor on your job, you know, uh, I, you know, people, like they say, I, how can you really say what a mighty man of valor look like until you look inside of him? Mm-hmm. Like we were saying, the, the you can't judge a book by its cover. And the main thing that I wanted, you know, anybody to get out what me and Brother Rob was talking about tonight is keep on living your life for Christ. And, you know, we want to hear the same thing that Gideon heard, you know, and, we may be unexpected and say, you know, as as God, well, who are you talking to? You know, you, you know, and the Lord said, the Lord is with you. Amen. You know, and and He is, He is, and a lot of times it may not feel like He is, <laughs> you know, with the things that we go through in life. But you know, bless God that we He gives us breath every morning, you know, even if we didn't get it right that day, to get another day to get it right. That's right. You know, so I I, I bless God for Purpose Network Kingdom, and. Uh, you know, brother Rob, you, you know, you, you get, you know, if you had something you wanted to say, because oh, let me, let me, let me wrap this up. Okay, yeah, no problem. Let me tell you, um, elderly, it's, it's, it's an honor, and you know, it's a blessing to, uh, you know, do a broadcast with you again. And you know, I, I thank God that, uh, you know, um, for you and your wisdom, that you always uh, are able to like bestow us on the airways, and also, um, you know, bless, you know, bless God, we're gonna hear you tomorrow night. Amen. Uh, what's, your, what's your brother have? Yeah, no, with my better half. <laughs> yes, right. Eight, 8 p.m. Right. Eight, 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 bless God. Eight o'clock. The eight turning man, point. 
And uh, yep. I look forward. I look forward to your um, your your encore uh, presentation tomorrow evening. And uh, you know that's all I have to say to listen to the audience. And um, you know, and, you know, until uh, the next time I broadcast, you know, I'll, I'll see you on the air. Amen. Amen. Like I said, always an honor, bro, and always a pleasure. And God, God bless. Amen. 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 And we just want to thank you again for turning in, tuning into the Purpose Network Kingdom. And my name is Charles Lee, and that was Brother Rob, and we were the host your night for the Roundtable Ministry. We want to say thank you and God bless. Amen. Amen. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.